three, two. <laughs> foolishness, foolishness. What's up, world renowned family? Neil Lowe's Jr. Welcome to the two six. And I have the honor of having a very, very, very special, special guest on with us today. None other than my brother, Mr. Freeman White the Third. AKA Bubba, Goody Two Cleats, Lil Lemon. What else? Um, um, Freemo. Freemo. So um, let me just tell people who you are. So if you guys have ever heard me tell any lies saying Tyrone, Leroy, uh, <laughs> Sensei, who else? Pookie, all of those stories about this guy right here. So welcome to the Two Six Fremo. We appreciate your time, man. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. It's an honor, you know, to be the second interview on your new up and coming world renowned show. You say it's an honor right now. That's because the first <laughs> one with Arrow went totally different than this one. Oh man. Now, I I do want to tell people what we're going to be talking about as a premise. Well, I guess before that, we should go ahead and tell you how this is going to work. 26 minutes, uncut, unedited, unpolished. We're going to get the good, the bad, the ugly of Freeman White III. You ready? Let's go. All right. Well, the good thing is you're already on the clock and we're 24 minutes in. I, 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 no not 24 minutes in, we have 24 minutes left, which is yep. only fitting for you, Mr. <laughs> Two Four Freeman White. Uh, big difference from 48 Freeman White. Woo, that was rough that freshman year, but hey, you know, that's how they do the freshman, at least this freshman, at least. Okay, so we played college ball together, um, but I want to let the people know what we're going to be talking about today, and that is going to be overcoming and dealing with adversity because I know that the people just looking at you, they might not be able to tell by the good looks and the San Francisco hat, but you've dealt with your share of adversity just as everyone has, if I'm not mistaken. I have, um, it's just part of life. It rain, rain on just as the unjust. So man, I'm don't not get philosophical on me. Dog. <laughs> It's part of life, man. We just got to deal with it and keep on moving. All right. So as you guys can already see, Freemo going to preach to us. He going to give us some word. Uh, ain't, there's no telling. All right. Now, one thing I do want to apologize or warn the people of up front is the chance that they might not understand what you and I are saying once we get talking and once we get excited because then we get that Alabama knees coming out of us. Wouldn't you agree? I agree, but we'll, start, we'll try to stay calm and, you know. Okay. And do well. So this topic is one, when I was uh, drafting the questions to send over to you, I was like, dang. Dude, it, it, it looks deep and, and, and it looks heavy. You know what I mean? So um, first off, let's just start at the beginning of you and I. So we met 19 years ago, well, 18 years ago. 
uh, freshman in college. And since then, you've been one of the calmest, coolest people I know. What do you attribute your, you know, just chill attitude to? Um, I think when I'm calm or chill, I can focus more. I get more done. As we, as we know, you just talked about when we get excited, you know, kind of lose focus and just get everywhere. So the more focused and calm, I can just get a lot more done and just stick to the game plan. I like to prepare and be on a schedule and routine. So the more calm I am, the better I am. Just now, have you point. always been that way? For the most part, I've always just been a deep thinker. So just always just been laid back and calm. <laughs> All right, now speaking of you being a deep thinker, goody two cleats uh, in college, Mr. Always thinking things through, always doing things the right way. Um, how has, you know, the way that you go into situations, how has your thought process and everything impacted you up to this point in your life, if I may ask? Um. I think it being pretty much the same. Just like I said, I try to focus. I like I like to plan. I like to be on routine. I like scheduling. So I just try to stay on course. So I don't like any distraction, but they do occur. But I try to get back on track or just deal with stuff as it comes. So uh oh, I, I think I lost you, homie. Hold on one second. You see, this is one of. Did I lose you? Can you hear me? Nod your head if you can hear me. You can hear me because I'm not hearing you. So this would prove a challenge. <laughs> if, let me tell you, man, this doggone technology, homie. So I still can't hear you, but what we're going to do, this is one of the great things about the 2.6. And as I said, it's going to be unedited, uncut, but <laughs> keep stuff right here. Are you Leroy. there? Leroy's hey. camera crew, man. Yeah, you, you never know. All right, so um, I, people, this is the second episode. It will get better, I promise. And like I just said, stuff happens, I keep on rolling, you know? You know, they're going to think we planned that, man. <laughs> they are going to think we planned it, I promise. All right, so something that I uh, sent over to you, I, ever since I've known you, you've moved at your own pace. You've moved very peculiar uh, ways from you being a biology major playing football um, what is it about the, the way you move and what gave you the confidence to move at your own pace at your own speed in your own direction when being an athlete on campus would have said to live a totally different lifestyle um just sticking to my plan just always you know in, involved in science just love science you know Nerd, growing up boy you got to love science, man, make the world go around, study of life. But just sticking to the plan of doing biology and football, just knowing, you know, what I came to college to do, get my education, uh, play some football and just have fun. But just always got to stick to the plan and do what's set upon you and finish the job. There you go preaching, man. Mind out. All right. So, you know, so you said that you've always been this way. So I know a huge part or a huge impact on your life was Pops, uh, was your dad. And, and something I, I did ask your permission so people don't just crucify me. Uh, this is something that brought Fremo and I close together uh, years ago. Um, so your Pops, man. So this is something that we share. I don't think that a lot of people know this about me either. But uh, we both lost our dads. Uh, I lost mine 10 years ago. How, how long has it been for you? Um, lost me in 09, so. Okay, 
So nine years ago. Okay. All right. So, so that's something that um, I, I know that you had to deal with. Now, the first thing is, first of all, how is, how did losing your pops affect you, uh, you know, as a man, as a son, as Fremo? Because, I mean, you're named after your dad, just like I am. So what did that do to you? Uh, it was a, a heavy, sudden blow just out the blue one day. Um, just just wasn't expected. It just hit me hard and kind of took me down. And, um, I mean, I was hurt. It just really can't put it into words fully, but it was just a hard time in my life just dealing with the biggest negative, the biggest, you know, saddest part, you know, the, anything that happened in my life. So it was just rough trying to go through that time and just, you know, get through it. Right. So, you know, that's one thing that uh, I know that even though we both lost our dads, it was different for me because mine died from, my dad passed away from cancer. So we saw things, you know, uh, degressing uh, years uh, or months in advance. When with you, it was, I remember getting a phone call from you and it was an unexpected, like a minute thing, right? Yeah, I would just like, you know, talk to Pops maybe the morning before, uh, I saw him dropped off his keys to the truck. I borrowed his truck. Then the next morning, I was hitting the work. Just got a phone call out the blue. Um, saying my um, pop pass. It was just like what? Your life just stopped on a dime. So yeah, it, just, it was crazy and just it was so, hurtful. So, so coming from that, what what were some of the things that you did? Because I think that this is something that maybe some of the viewers or listeners, uh, you know, we don't do a great job at in today's society of. First, you know, accepting hurt and going through the process, but but then taking it and sharing the hurt and saying, okay, this is what I did to not overcome, but to deal with and and to move forward. So, what are some of the things that you did that you found uh, were, were helpful for you? Well, first, um, like I said, I come here to preach, but the verse that got me through this period was um, um, don't ask for understanding, ask for peace. So. Mm. I never tried to question God, just, you know, you know, it's, it's done. It's what, you know, what we got to go through, but just try to ask for peace and just, just get through the period. But I learned just to focus my energy towards something positive. That I tell people that go through this process, go through that process, just find something you can focus on. Um, I started a lawn service. I started coaching Little League. There's something positive that you can help other people by, you know, also helping yourself. And to keep keep your mind moving in a positive direction instead of just being idle and just moping around and just digging right. yourself in a hole. You got to keep it moving on something positive. Okay. Now, now I want to talk about your dad because your dad was like my dad. Uh, and, I mean, like I'm telling you, there, there was so much alike that when I was talking to your dad, it was like I was talking to my dad uh, as well. So I, I just want to ask you about, because I know we're talking about adversity. So one of the examples <laughs> i'll show you know where i'm going with this we went fishing and you know talk about you know you said just having to be able to move uh with life and adapt we went fishing which with, with pops man and yeah. i think you had a fish you claim to have had a fish on your line the big one that got away the, the, big, big, one. One, the big one that got away and i know people always talk about tough love and man, when I say that nobody gave tough love like your pops, bruh, when, when, first of all, I knew we were in trouble when we were going out on the, the pier and we were trying to see who was going to carry what. 
And your dad said, you got to be fast in this game. See who was taking the cooler, who was taking the, who was carrying the stuff and like everything. And I yeah, think that's something. He grabbed that, the lightest thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so because so, so, he, I think he grabbed like the real light, the light type of fishing rods and everything and had us um, grabbing the cooler. Your pops had left it and walked off on us. But then you were fishing and you claimed, it sounded like you had a fish on the line. And something happened. Something happened. I don't remember what I, I know what happened. What you going to tell us what happened and what you learned from that experience? I didn't set the drag. So, didn't um, set the drag. So I should have I should have checked the drag. You know, using somebody else fishing reel, and the big one got away, and now we'll never know how big that fish was. So, so you you know, I know that we talked about this years uh, years later, and we even still talk about it. Something that I picked up for that from that. I don't think we got it at the time, but I think that with our maturity that we've started understanding is that we can't take anything for granted because we were using your your, your dad's fishing uh, equipment and we looked and you looked at him like why didn't you set the drag? And his response was, "I'm not the one using it." And I was like, "Dang!" <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" I said, "Man, that man Freeman, a gangster, shot. I said, "Man." <laughs> Story of my life. You gotta, you gotta check it for yourself. You know, can't check rely on. The it, check it for yourself. Don't rely on the next man, even if it is your dad. Man, it is it's your responsibility. All right, so I want to move backwards a little bit because I wanted to go ahead and address that up front so people can see that you dealt with. I think uh, one of the biggest types of adversity um, that you could with, and you're still uh, moving. But let's talk about you at Troy University, Troy State, Troy University, playing football touted recruit coming in uh <laughs> I, I, I know you're going to be like man whatever so really good really good i would say great cornerback and i'm not just saying that because you're on the show um but freshman year you had to deal with some adversity right yeah that was my one of my toughest years of football just um just sitting there on the bench um not not getting along well with my DB coach. Um, he had a couple of conflicts. I know he threatened to send me home. No, don't know how true that was, but you know it happens. Um, but just dealing with a different style of technique, and it just it was hard for me to catch on. But it was tough. And now, now you, you say it was. You say it was one of your toughest years in football. How tough was it? Because from what I understand, I I know that our coach said that he might send you home. But I, there was a point if I remember correctly, where you were like, send me home, please, you'd be doing me a favor. <laughs> I don't remember it like that because I don't know how my parents would have took that. But um, that was just tough. Like I said, just a different style, different technique. I was used to doing, uh, doing back playing a certain way, but you know, they had different styles, just shuffling. But just had to learn. Like I said, adversity had to learn. Um, I think I made it through it. I stayed at Troy next year, you know, maybe by the grace of God since so we got a new DB coach, but, you know, I, I made it. Boy, <laughs> and, and, and you talk about the flip-flop of adversity, man. <laughs> what's, what's good for one dude is, is garbage for the next because that DB coach came in and put me on the bench, y'all. I said, God, dog, man. I, my, my brother up here shining, man, and I'm right here eating pie all of a sudden, man. <laughs> Hey, DB coaches, man. You know, Fleetwood, I love you, man. Other dude, eh. Eh. And I know Shout Fleetwood. Shout out Coach Riley. <laughs> hey, man. Coach Riley D, man. Come Riley on. Riley D. I deserve better than that, Coach. But we ain't going to make this about me. So, continuing on uh, with football, uh, you had another setback. 
um, or we're not, I'm not even going to call it a, a setback. You just had uh, something else happen. Uh, went knee, knee injury, ACL, MCL, LCL, ABCD, everything that happened with your knee, man. Go ahead and give it to us. Yeah, going to my, um, I guess to be my true junior year, um, doing fall camp, tore my ACL, doing fall practice. Um, it was a major blow coming off a you know a great sophomore season, started the whole year. Um, we were, you know, a great defense, we're getting the recognition. Um, me and Ray Reed, you know, in the magazine. Ray Reed, Ray Sean Reed, Reed, man, yeah. much love to Ray Sean Reed, shouty. So, um, like I say, doing that fall camp toward the ACL just went down. It was just like, wow, you know, just like this is the peak of my game right now. I'm just on, you know, ready to just to take it to the next level. You know, had a strong summer, working out hard, just training, just grinding out there with my brothers and my teammates, having, you know, just ready to go in the war with my fellow teammates and just out the blue, told ACL and just um season over just like that before I even started. So I had to go into rehab and just dealing with the pain and just rehabbing and just it was tough. Huh? Like I said, just a setback that you gotta work through and keep on pushing. So on on this note, what I because I mean, I know we have our feelings about football today. And I know that you you were still coaching uh the what 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 league and what ages have you been coaching uh with, with football? Um, my little league program. Yeah, um, we're known as Young Dragons. Um, we go from six to twelve. You. Okay, so I know that I have my feelings about you know contact sports and contact football now, as do you. And we don't see everything eye to eye on there, which is perfectly fine because you're wrong. Um, now, what would you tell the kids, the the young men or the young ladies, uh, just in sports? when they when they hit a wall or when they experience you know some adversity when it comes to sports and they have that injury you know whether it's knees or you know like me i dealt with concussions uh what are are some of the things that you're going to um tell them to help them first realize what they're going through and then to overcome um just got to understand it's a process of getting back on the field. I mean, this your love, this your baby. You got to get back there. So in order to get back there, you just got to work hard. You got to deal with the trainers, the doctor, the rehab. You just got to keep on pushing through the pain. Just the, I spent countless hours in the training room just rehabbing. So you just got to keep on pushing through the hard times and just stay focused and just uh, you gotta grind it out. Try to get back to better than when you got hurt before. Is is there is there a thing uh, as, as getting better than you were before or not? In some cases, um, I don't think personally I did. I just felt like my knee really. I don't think I got my full speed and, and my full um, flexibility back. But I think certain some players do do get better, get better than when they got hurt before. I mean, they've been in the records of that. Okay. Now, now we want to pivot again back to your family life and back to your personal life. So, um, are, are we okay to go with your sister or not? Yes. Okay. So, and, and guys, I am asking permission because I sent the questions over to Freemo, but he's so busy. He didn't respond to me. He didn't give me no feedback. And I told you guys we're going 26 minutes uncut and I'm just not going to tap dance where I'm not welcome. Um, okay, so one of the things that I know uh, about you and your family is your sister, Jen Jennifer, 
and you know what's going on with her but and this is your older sister so just explain to the people from a young age from you being born um you know you came into a situation where a certain level of maturity was what was required of you and could you explain to us why that is and what you experienced yeah, I have, a, I have an older sister, Jennifer. She's a year older than me. She has um, mental disabilities, so she requires more um, more care than I do. So just knowing that growing up, I just always tried to do what needed to be done and not put any extra stress or pressure or burden on my parents. Um, just try to take care of my business and help them out as much as I can. And even with my knucklehead brother, you know, um causing problems getting in trouble so you know i just I always try to do what i need to do and stay out of, you know stay out of their way or not put any you know stress on them so and that kind of became the philosophy of my life just do what i need to do don't put my work on anybody else don't put any trouble on anybody else just take care of my business so that's just how i guess attained it early on and and so and the reason I, I wanted to weave it together like this was because I wanted them to understand that when you talk about having a process and a plan and executing uh, what you mentioned earlier, I wanted them to understand now when this uh, came uh, into being. Um, all right. So a couple of questions that I have for you, Fremo. All right. If, if, and we're doing fantastic, by the way, on the time we're at. We've got five minutes left. What you drinking, man? H2O. Oh, good stuff. My dog. Good good stuff. All right. So if you could talk to 10-year younger Fremo, 10-year younger Fremo, what would you tell him? Um, obtain more wisdom. Seek counseling. Um, read more. Just stay, stay learning. Um, just could avoid a couple of problems early on, but just always seek wisdom. Just try to get better every day. Just stay focused. Just, you know, take care of your business. All right, because now you, you've turned into a reader uh, in the past couple of years, right? Yeah, thanks to you, I must say, you know, and a couple other people blame you. You all the credit. <laughs> it's okay. I wouldn't take it all anyway. All right, so the next question, the last formal question that I'm going to ask, and, and then we're going to uh, give a couple of rapid-fire uh, deals. When you're no longer here with us on this earth, Fremo, what do you want the world to say about you? Um, I was a, a, just Freeman was a good person, you know. He was helpful. He was nice. Um, took care of his business. He just was a great person. Cause even now, when I'm dealing with people out in the field, or I come across somebody, they recognize my name. Ask, was your dad named Freeman White Jr. or you know, one that had to go to serve it? They like, man, he was a great guy. You know, he just did great work. You know, always laughing, having a good time, a great spirit. I just want that same same acknowledgement when I'm gone. So, so how, how does that make you feel when you hear people that might not know you, but they know Pops, and then they start telling you, you know, how they feel and how they miss them? Well, what, what does that do to you? Uh, it made me feel good, give me a warm feeling, and um, it just, you know, just, it just helped me remember the good time, remember him for just being the great person that I remember him by, so. so okay, uh, now, now on, on, on that note, you know, your dad was Freeman Jr., you're Freeman White III., and there is Freeman White the Fourth, my man, Shark. 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 I mean, the killer wasn't great white. Shark is out here in the oceans, man. So <laughs> how, how much do you think about Shark every time you're doing something, when you're having conversations, before you, you take an action, 
or, or really before you respond or act? Uh, how much are you thinking about him uh, and what is going to be said about his pops when you're not here? Um, I got to take that into account because, you know, I go before him, so I got to leave behind a good name for him, before him, so I got to take that into full consideration, so I try to, you know, live, be, live, have a, live up um, to my name as my, of my dad and just keep the, the great name history going on, so try to, um, just try to be a great person, just, just be great. All right, good stuff, man. We just hit the two-minute warning, so we got a couple of rapid-fire questions for you. Just need All your right. most honest answer. Oh, and that, that is one of Freeman White's flaws. He's too honest at times. <laughs> all the time. He cannot tell a lie. Uh, he tried once and failed miserably. Okay, so <laughs> here you go. You ready, Freemo? All right. Favorite color? Yeah. Favorite number? Two, four. You sure it's not 48? 24, hey. Okay, favorite cereal? Um, guess Cheerios. Cheerios? Honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, okay. Favorite food, not cereal? Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Favorite drink? Drink or drink? Drink, not drink. <laughs> favorite um, drink? I don't know. Orange juice, I guess. Orange juice. Favorite hobby? Um, football. Favorite restaurant? Mm, cheesecake. <laughs> cheesecake Factory? I guess I've been going there lately, so cheesecake for now. Hey, man. You, you know, cheesecake gets you in trouble, man. You ain't seen. You, you saw Drake video, man. Hey. All right. No, no, no comment. <laughs> no, no comment. Last question before we let you go, man. Anything you want to share with the people? Any, any uh, jewels, wisdom that you want to drop on us? Um, seat knowledge, stay grinding, work hard, give you all. Give that to me one more time so the people make sure they hear it, man. I said just seat wisdom, keep grinding, give it your all, and do your best in everything you do. There you go. No room for them to question you. There you go. Appreciate it, man. You guys hear it right there. That is 26 minutes. So that brings us to the end of the 2-6. Freeman White, my dog, my brother, Little Lemon, Bubba, Freemo, Goody Two, please. I appreciate you, dog. That's it. Anything else?